I can just tell that you hate doing this already because now you're interacting with someone that's not me and Kate while doing this and you're embarrassed. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. (laughs) I've seen you do this because I see the clips on Instagram. Yeah, but I wish you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. Welcome back to another episode of Flashback, everyone. Today, we're doing something a little different. Instead of covering the older episodes like we normally do, we're going to take a look back at the first two seasons of Lost, because Lauren is basically done with season two, and cover anything medical. And we're joined by special guest, friend of the podcast, Nurse Devin. Hi. I'm Nurse Devin. I don't know. What am I supposed to say? Maybe a little more energy. Hi! There you go. Uh, Devin has never seen Lost. Nope. I've watched a couple episodes. Yeah. I tried to watch it. We'll forgive you. But uh, since our listeners don't know who you are outside of us just bringing you up like once every five episodes, Mm -hmm. why don't you just tell us a little about yourself? Okay. Um, I'm friends with them. Originally with Lauren. Since... Seventh grade, eighth grade, something like that. Then I became friends with you. How'd that happen? I don't know. She left. (laughs) (laughs) I left, so she settled for the lesser of the two siblings. Yeah. Well, every time you would come over to hang out, we would, like, spend the first hour of you being there just, like, talking about nerdy shit. We would. Yeah. That is how it happened. So I remember just being like, what if we just hung out without Lauren? Mm -hmm. And so we did. And here we are. I'm also a nurse. <laughs> so, and I worked um, in an ER and in labor and delivery. And now I work in pre-op and PACU. So. Now, is it true that you uh, frequently quit your jobs? It's absolutely true. Nursing sucks. Don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm a nurse and I'm your guys' friends. And you're a big TV watcher. I am a big TV watcher, just not lost. That's fine. Yeah. She is taste. Uh, says the co-host of a lost podcast against my will you this was your idea i don't i have a headache was it really your idea it was my idea for him to do a lost podcast and then i think i just kind of offhandedly joked like but what if i finally watch it and we do the podcast like that's the podcast and then he was like you said it we have to do it we're doing it <laughs> yeah, as if you weren't part of that conversation, like, oh, all these ideas and, sh- and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, well, sometimes I get a little excited, but that dwindles really fast. But unfortunately, I got stuck. So <laughs> you're like Kate when we go to a restaurant. She sees the menu and she gets really excited. She orders like nine things and then she takes two bites and she's like, she does order a lot. Right? And she goes to a restaurant. Her eyes are bigger than her stomach. And then she never eats it. I know. Let's start off with an episode that we recently covered, uh, Maternity Leave. In the beginning of the episode, the baby is sick. That's the premise of the episode, essentially. Claire talks to Jack, very concerned about this rash. And Jack says, it's probably just a virus, like mm-hmm. roseola is what he says. Lauren, you were like, where the fuck would a baby get an infection on the island? They're all quarantined on this island. And this is kind of how we came up with the idea to do this episode because you were just talking out of your ass and I was like, do you know anything about infection? And you're like, no. Well, here's a, a very common thing that happens on this podcast or in my life. I just talk like I'm an expert. And yeah. then people are like, well, how do you know that? I'm like, I, I just made it up and I just say it like it's fact. <laughs> you weren't supposed to call me on yeah, it. Yeah, like for the longest time, no one ever called me on my bullshit. And then all of a sudden, like people started being like, are you sure? I'm like, no, of course not. <laughs> uh, so, so you did some some research. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let me, because I feel like Zane didn't um say what I was trying to say well enough. Like, my argument was that he said, oh, he probably, the baby just caught a virus. And I was like, well, none of the adults have been sick, and they've been on this island for 40 days, so where would he get a virus from? I mean, when you put it that way, 
that does sound a little more thank you believable yeah but the baby has a weaker immune system yeah, so anything but, that someone could be carrying but like yeah but how would they be carrying a virus if they've been there for 40 days and no one's been sick okay what if they have what if they're carrying a virus but their stronger immune system is just fighting it but off so they don't know they have it. If you don't have like if you don't have a fever, you're not contagious. So you could just be like carrying around this virus. And if you don't if you're not a fever and you're not sick, you can't give off the virus. That's and what people is... were getting sick. Who? He's just making shit up now. He's just no, trying to make Sawyer it was sick. <laughs> Sawyer had a a fever because he was shot in the shoulder. And he was having a mm. fever because of that. But that's not a virus. That would be a bacterial infection, probably due to um, the dirty bullet in his body. Okay, that bullet was clean. Like nah, I don't think it was. Yeah, so I was originally on your side. But now having her explain it that way, I think I am on her side. Thank you. I know this isn't how you wanted this to go. Not at all. <laughs> See, I knew I needed to clarify my stance because I, by the way he said it, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well fine well let's jump into the other one in an episode that hasn't come out yet we argue about if Locke could have tied up Henry Gale after Henry attacks Anna Lucia and I said great rope work by Locke mm -hmm. and Lauren said no Locke couldn't have done it he has a broken femur mm -hmm. and I'm like he easily could have done it he just crouches down yeah Lauren said no he has a broken femur how do you weigh in I mean we did try to role play that and I do feel <laughs> like you could do it. I think I want to back myself up on this because I think at the time of that episode, I thought his broken femur was a lot worse than it was. And then we watched him do like, a, he literally pushes a giant plane out of the way with this broken femur, to which I then responded, I was probably wrong about the rope thing. I have to clock. But even if it was, even if it was like, he just broke it. Just put all your weight on your other leg when you crouch down. Yeah, because this is Locke, right? He looks yeah. like he's like got a lot of balance and yeah. shit, and you know, it's like I'm fine to lose this one. Okay, <laughs> I do feel like I already admitted I was wrong. Okay, so I took Devin all the way back to the beginning, and sure. we first just watched the opening sequence, and then I kind of just skipped around and showed her like anything that was really medical. So we're just gonna go in order. Let's go all the way back to the pilot. You mm -hmm. remember that scene. A lot was happening. The mm -hmm. first thing that you saw was the guy that was pinned under landing gear. Yes. And to that, I said that he should have left him behind. If he was a good doctor, he would have left him behind. In my reaction, I said they should shoot him in the head. You know what? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> As I told you, like when you learn to like triage patients in like a mass casualty situation, you literally mark them as like black, red, or green. And like the ones who get marked black are like leaving behind because it ain't happening. And anybody who has a crush injury, you ain't gonna survive that. Now I will say immediately after that, it was revealed that it was like just his leg was under yeah, there. Yeah, you were you were like, oh, he's like completely under there. I'm like, no, it's just like one leg. But yeah, I think they should have. I'm with you. Shot him in the head. So Jack and some others lift up the landing gear and they pull him out from under and Jack takes off his belt and makes a tourniquet. Yeah, and I thought that was that was also not good. Basically, the moral of this whole situation is that Jack is not a very good doctor. <laughs> like, Why is a tourniquet bad? Well, the tourniquet, like what he did was he just pulled a belt, but really I should have brought it. What you have to do is like, if you took, like people take their t-shirt off and they tie it, but then mm -hmm. what you'd have to do is get something like, like a stick and then you tie the two pieces of the the sleeve around the stick and then you twist it so it creates like this a real good tourniquet basically if you just uh, tied a bell or something it's not going to do anything you need to like i it. i feel like a belt is like the go-to tourniquet on well, tv like yeah. the walking dead they use belts all the time well, it's inaccurate and they would bleed out and die something that's going to happen periodically is Devin, since you're such an avid tv mm -hmm. watcher i know that you like let a lot of things go but you're also in the medical profession, so yes. things will bother you. So I'm just going to ask you periodically, on a scale of 1 to 10, how accurate? Mm -hmm. And then on a scale of 1 to 10, how much does that bother you? Okay. So tourniquets in general, not just this scene. Scale of 1 to 10, how accurate? Three. And how much does it bother you? Seven. Really? It bothers me, yes. <laughs> I feel like you're spreading false information, and that if there was a, like a mass casualty situation, which nowadays you could be at Walmart and a bunch of people could get shot. And you're like, I'm going to go help. Let me go tie this tourniquet. And then that person's going to bleed out and die. Would you put a tourniquet on for someone getting shot? Yeah. 
You want to stop the bleeding. I always yeah. just assumed that was like a you just cut off a limb thing. No. No, it's like if, if you got shot, say you get shot in the leg, you want to stop the bleeding, especially you've got some like some major arteries going on down there. I thought people just like put pressure on well, it. Well, you can put pressure, but you should also tie a tourniquet. Hmm. Yeah. Then Jack saw Claire. She thought she was going into labor, having contractions. He gave her some advice. Uh, just sit still. Yeah, and I felt good about that, you know? Let's just not stress the baby out. That could happen. That does legit happen where, like, a lot of stress, and they put women on bed rest because yeah. she could pop a baby out. What happened immediately after that was, like, some more things happened. Then the wing eventually falls, and Jack and Hurley lift Claire, and they run away. And Devin said... Well, she wasn't supposed to move, but then the explosion happens and it throws them all forward. And I had never realized this before, but Devin's like, she just fell onto the baby. 100%. <laughs> like that baby. I don't know what the baby looks like when the baby comes out, but I feel like it should look. Cool. Yes. You, you literally saw the scene. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. Never mind. I... Uh, and then the other thing, Lauren had a lot to say about this at the time was mm-hmm. Jack was giving CPR to Rose. Mm-hmm. One thing Lauren did say. Did not tilt the head back enough. Mm-hmm. I remember that distinctly. So I asked you uh-huh. and you said. I felt that the tilt of the head was enough. Okay. That being said, the rest, not good. This show is absolutely terrible at portraying CPR, but I feel like every CPR class I've ever taken because I have to stay certified. Mm-hmm. It's those stupid, maybe I'm traumatized by the dummies. Like it's the chest- dummy will not go up if you don't tilt that fucking head back. Literally, with the dummies, you have to, like, break their fucking necks. Yes. Like, truly. Like, and, when you and go they to, make, like, save a life, you break that shit. They make such a point about it when you're taking the class. So I, I've obviously never performed CPR on a real person. So I just mm-hmm. thought that the, til- the head tilting was a big deal. That's valid, though, because it really is. Like, I honestly, when I have to do it, I take a second person with me and I'm like, I need you to tilt the head all the way back so that I can give my rescue breaths. Mm. But yeah, the tilt was fine. The rest of it was shit. Um, I told Zane that I think uh, Jack gets the award for the worst CPR. Again, he's a shit doctor. Um, was this CPR worse or later with Charlie? When I mean, what we did with Charlie, chest. that's not even fucking CPR, what he was doing there. Um, no, this is pretty bad CPR. It's so slow. Like so slow and yeah. just not even just a little like mm, so mm, shallow, you know, so shallow. Like that person would be dead. And it really irritates me that they always give a breath first because in CPR, like you're supposed to do chest compressions first. And now they don't even, you don't even do rescue breaths. Like they teach you just chest compressions. When was that? I had to do this. <laughs> oh, you know what? The last CPR certification I got was online because COVID. COVID. So yeah. we so didn't even you, have to yeah, do the Yeah, now it's not, it's not a, just because like in real life, I don't want to put my mouth on someone's mouth that I don't know, like a crack addict. And also it's just all about the chest compressions, man. High quality chest compressions will save lives. And then lastly, just wanted to know in your medical opinion, is there any possibility where a paraplegic man could like hit the island just right and like regain the ability to walk. That's an absolute no. Okay. Yeah. So there's no scientific scientific nope. explanation for that. I don't think you have to be like a nurse to realize that. <laughs> Next episode I showed you was the moth. We didn't really do a lot of it, but the two big things that happened in this episode is we see Charlie struggling with withdrawal from his heroin addiction. Mm-hmm. And I asked you, based off of the quick scene at the beginning of the episode, do you think that was like an accurate it was like representation? Super quick like five seconds well you wanted to go to bed that's true but i well i was there more to the scene no like the whole episode he's struggling with withdrawal but i didn't want to watch the whole episode oh i it looked pretty accurate typically like if you're like heroin if you're like on a downer and when you withdraw you have like upper symptoms so you're like sweating and you're all like crazy and couldn't keep his guitar in tune yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then i didn't show you the scene because i kind of forgot it happened but eventually there's a cave-in and jack gets trapped and his shoulder gets dislocated mm-hmm. and they just kind of pop it back in. Yeah. But that just kind of happens in a lot of TV. Yes. How would you say in general television is with relocating limbs? It's it's very accurate. I once saw a kid come in with a dislocated knee, which was gnarly as shit. Like it was literally like moved to the side. It was disgusting. And they literally mm. just pop that fucker right back in. Mm. Cause I've seen that on survivor, like real yeah. life 
that yeah, um, yeah. Stephanie, Stephanie. She popped her shoulder out and they literally were just like, bam. Yeah. And, and I feel like there's no rhyme it. or reason. Like there's no like, oh, I have to like put it this way. Like yeah. you just shove it back in. Well, I was thinking about that. The most recent season, someone dislocated their shoulder like immediately. And then they later pulled him from the game because he was in so much pain. Now, I think he might have tore his rotator cuff yeah. too. But maybe he didn't pop it back because it really fucking hurts until you well, the, it back. The, maybe the, he, he fell. He was climbing a rock because he's a fucking idiot. And he yeah. fell and shoulder was dislocated. Med, medics came in, popped it back in. Oh. And then he had it in a sling for a while. And he just eventually was like. Maybe he was just a pussy. Maybe. <laughs> Devin said that, not me. <laughs> I did, yeah. Uh, the next episode I showed you, confidence, man. Two big things here. We'll start with the asthma. Shannon, because Lauren doesn't remember, <laughs> Shannon <laughs> was uh, suffering from asthma, didn't have her inhalers. That was kind of the driving force of the episode. I showed you the scene where she's struggling to get her breath back mm-hmm. and Jack calms her down saying it's all in her head. Yeah, I felt that was another bad doctor moment. Um, I feel like if someone's having like a medical emergency, you shouldn't just be like, calm down. It's just in your head. <laughs> So I just, yeah, that wasn't a great doctor moment for him. Also, realistically, if someone was having an asthma attack, calming down isn't gonna, you know, like open your airways. Because with asthma, it's like your bronchioles are like super tight and there's all this mucus. And so you just like breathing slower doesn't. See, that kind of surprised me because just like with panic attacks, that is like an anxiety thing. That is an anxiety thing. I just assumed there was some correlation between anxiety and breathing. Well, there is. Like she needs to calm down because you can hyperventilate and then pass out. But with asthma, it's like literally, that's why they wheeze because you literally cannot get air into your lungs. What'd you think of Maggie Grace acting as if she had I thought it was pretty good because I've seen, you know, she sounded like she had a wheeze in there. (laughs) She tried. She was good. At the end of the episode, Sun shows up with a eucalyptus mix. Yeah. Was that, is that accurate? I felt like, sure. It was semi-accurate. It does, like, help get rid of, like, mucus and phlegm. But, like, again, realistically, you just need a good old bronchodilator. She just needs breathing treatment, you know? Well, I told Devin, I was like, we're to assume that she survived the rest of the time on the island without inhalers and only use eucalyptus. Yeah, which, I mean, sure. sure. Well, she didn't make it much longer. She didn't? She died? Yeah. I showed you her die. Did you? Yeah. When? What did she die of? She gets shot in the stomach. Oh. We'll cover that later. Oh. Wait, the Asian lady gets shot in the stomach? No, the blonde girl. Oh. I don't remember. The other big thing that happened this episode is uh, after they tortured Sawyer, Saeed accidentally stabbed him in his arm. Yeah. And got an artery. Yeah. What did you think of that scene? I thought that was pretty accurate because if you've ever hit an artery, which I'm assuming you guys have not, but it's bright red blood and it like shoots at you. Like there's no way for you to not know that you didn't hit an artery um so that was accurate because usually if you just hit a vein it's like dark red blood and it just you know drizzles out this is like damn you know it's like uh oh but um you can hit an artery and survive you just have to hold pressure for like a solid 20 minutes and it will fix itself (laughs) or maybe do a little stitchy stitch so yeah that was good okay so in regards to the asthma Mm -hmm. you said it's not that accurate no does it bother you yeah really yeah (laughs) i I just he bothered me because i just find that to be very condescending to be like i know you're having a pan like not like lauren don't even start listen to the episode again you liked jack in this moment (laughs) jack has great bedside manner in this moment i hate jack i don't remember i must have thought he was hot in that episode because i hate jack He's extremely condescending and he has terrible bedside manner and he never believes women. No matter what the problem is, he thinks they're hysterical. Yeah, because literally that he was just like, he literally was like, you're just having a panic attack. Breathe and you'll be fine. He does believe women at times in the episode where Claire comes back and she has amnesia. He's like, yeah, it's totally possible that this happened. He just, he bothers me. Like he reminds me of a lot of doctors that I know that I don't personally care for. I saw a TikTok recently. Um, I can't remember his name, but the big TikToker covers a lot of TV and movies. He just started watching Lost and he's also doing his own Lost first time watch podcast. And he had only watched the first two episodes and all his opinions were just making me laugh. He's like, oh, Kate's great. Love her. Jack is like a, a relic of TV past. He's just good at everything. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> no he's not <laughs> jack sucks yeah i 
I don't know a lot about Jack, but from what I've seen, not a fan. <laughs> I, a bad doctor. Okay. In Jack's defense, the only thing you've seen of Jack is medical moments. Yeah, and it's not good. And if I was dying, I would not let that man touch me. I'd be like, no. So there's a lot of medical stuff that happens in all the best cowboys have daddy issues. But if you remember, Devin actually gave her opinion on that episode because she watched it with me. But I wanted to talk about the big thing, which is the CPR on Charlie. Is this the hanging situation? This is the hanging situation. Yeah. Um. So, like, first of all, when he got there, the dude was already blue. So, like, he's basic. He was already dead. Um. And then when he did his CPR in quotes um there is a thing called a precordial thump where like if you see someone drop like have a heart attack you can take your fist and pound on their chest and it's meant to be like a like a defibrillator like you're meant to be shocking their heart into a different rhythm like you do it once and then if it doesn't work it's a no-go also you have to see the person drop which he did not um so him just pounding on his chest didn't love that um and then also like he would have been brain dead like if you're blue you've been without oxygen for like a solid five minutes there's nothing going on up here he would have been a vegetable brain damage could explain the way charlie acted in a lot of season two (laughs) so i just found it really irritating Uh, is that what happened to no it's literally the opposite do you remember the demar hamlin thing this Uh is the bill's safety he just like got popped in the chest and just dropped yes i remember i read something where it was basically just like it was like a one in a billion chance but he just like got hit in the chest during like an electric pulse in his nervous system and his heart beating or whatever and it killed him essentially yeah it's essentially the same thing because that's what you do when you like defibrillate someone it's like they're in a rhythm that's not working and you want to shock them out of it you basically stop their heart to then hopefully restart it the way it's supposed to go um but you know he was just pounding on that thing like so you know if you're working through like your father issues and you blame yourself for people getting kidnapped, that is not a good strategy of CPR of just fucking wail. Also, yeah. how was his how was his sternum not just obliterated? Jack was just fucking wailing on him. It's just yeah, it's really bad. Zero out of ten on the believability scare scale. <laughs> zero out of ten on his skills. How much does it bother you? That bothers me a lot. Ten out of ten. <laughs> like truly, it was an emotional moment. It was stupid, is what it was, and. Then I just feel like people are going to watch this and be like, you know, if someone drops at the grocery store, that's what I'm going to do. So this was a big one. Uh, Do no harm. This is the episode where Boone dies. Mm -hmm. I basically had her watch the entire episode because not only did Boone die, but Aaron was born. Lauren, you have a face? I'm laughing because I specifically remember us trying to have a medical conversation. You should have played her our podcast episode of this because we are the dumbest people on the planet. <laughs> at one point when zane was asking questions about like how they do the blood transfusion he goes i wonder if it's like when you're siphoning gas out of somebody's gas tank <laughs> and you have to suck on it you suck get it started wow you know what i did ask her about that because i was like don't they have like a little like dial thingy on mm-hmm. tubes sometimes and you said that was for ivs yes it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so for an episode that's called do no harm Jack did a lot of harm. Again, this is a zero out of 10 on his skills as a doctor. In the entire scene of Boone, like, I mean, he would have died at least five to six times before he actually died (laughs) because of uh, Jack's stupidity. All right, so let's set the scene. In the previous episode, Locke brings Boone in and Mm -hmm. he's like, he fell off a cliff. Yep. That's kind of like the big thing. Jack is not aware that he was in the plane that fell and and crushed him. So first thing that happens is Jack's just fucking moving his head around and and like looking at the blood, everything. What should he have done? So like when someone comes in and they fall in like a trauma, for example, um, everything is done ABC. So it's airway, breathing, circulation. That's the order in which we assess a patient. And also if you've had a trauma, it's really important that you don't move a person's head like at all. Because if they've injured their C-spine and you just whip their head back like this, which is literally what he was doing. <laughs> He's like, are you okay? Are you okay? Just fucking killing him. So like that was number one, like where he would have died. Also, he didn't even look, like he wasn't even addressing his airway. He immediately was like, what's up with this leg? You know, that was like his first <laughs> thought, which was wrong. 
Um, and then he went to the, oh, his lung has collapsed after he looked at the leg and was like, let me cut a hole in his chest, which. Oh, he punctured the hole. Like, Yeah. But first of all, if you put in a chest tube, first of all, they didn't even put in the chest tube. He was like, get me a tube. And then no tube appeared. So I'm like, you just cut a hole in this dude's chest. I tried to argue that they just didn't show it. But later in the episode, you can see Boone's chest and she's like, there's no tube. There's no tube. So that was like number two where he would have died. Because, yeah, when you place a chest tube, it goes in between your fourth and fifth intercostal space. Not up here where your fucking heart is. Because, uh, you know, you could just stab right in there. You need the tube because the whole idea is if you have a collapsed lung, there's too much pressure in the pleural space. Mm-hmm. And you need to release the pressure so that the lung can inflate again. And so, like, the hole was great. It was just, like, in the wrong spot. And then you have to put a tube in and it has to go in water. Okay, so... When we were talking about all this, mm-hmm. you were a lot more forgiving since it was a TV show. It was, but then the more... <laughs> yeah, the more you thought about it, you clearly... <laughs> the more it's upset we, we did say at the time, you were okay with the tube plate or the, the puncture placement. I'm not placement okay with that. Because you're like, it's a TV show. I'm, I've changed my mind on that. <laughs> because I feel like it's like, if you've ever seen the movie The Heat, where that dude drops and then she's like, oh, I'm just going to like create a trach and she cuts into his throat. I feel like someone would watch this and then this would happen in real life. And they're like, let me just stab him in the heart. Um... So that was really bad. Yeah, he would have died there because, you know, he stabbed him in the chest and there was, yeah. So that was a no-go. And then when we got to the leg, the first thing I said when I saw his leg, I was like, that looks like compartment syndrome because it does. And then- What what is that? That is eventually what Jack determines when he realizes that he did not fall, he was crushed. Do they say that in the show? Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) but like compartment syndrome is basically if you have like a closed fracture or you're crushed something like that all the blood pools within like the muscle area and it can't come out i remember that so yeah it like goes necrotic and it dies and then you can die and so that's the first thing I thought. But he was like, no, let me reset th- set this leg. That's fucking stupid. And then- you, like, you were like, they would never set the leg. They would never set the leg. That's not, And that's not even, it's like the 10th priority there. So a big thing that happened was Sun told Jack to step away and get- Oh, I forgot about that. That really fucking irritated me. Because here you have this patient who's like basically dying. And they're like, no, Jack, you go get some air. This is hard for you. And then he's like, yeah, I should go get some air. Let me go calm down while my patient is dying. I do want to like stick up for Jack here. No. He didn't want to. Son made him. No. no, he willingly was like, yes, I will go. Let me go <laughs> take a and breath. And then I remember just being like, he's washing his hands with the cave water. And you're like, he's just got to do what he's got to do. So I didn't I think that. I've gone on record in saying that for... Someone who is supposed to have like an extremely high stress job, like literally doing brain surgery, he is terrible under pressure, especially in medical situations. Well, terrible. that's my thing. Like, you're a surgeon, which is high pressure, or like you see him in the trauma bay later, like high pressure, and he's just freaking out every time. And like, I feel like medicine, I freak out 100% of the time on the inside. I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. What the fuck is this that's going on? But I go, like, you know what? I just need a minute. I know this person is can't breathe, but I need a minute. Okay, so next big thing that happened was they determined Boone needs a blood transfusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they used tubing from the oxygen mask from the plane and sea urchin yeah. needles. This didn't bother me that much. I feel like that's pretty on an island. Yeah. It's pretty good. I'll give them that. Yes. Can we check? I want to go back to that conversation of Zane and I trying to figure out how they performed a blood transfusion. And I want to know if I was right or if I'm stupid. Okay. So when Zane was asking, I don't remember exactly how we got to this, but Zane was like, well, how does he get his blood to go into Boone? Does He said, is it like a gas siphoning situation? And I said, don't try to defend yourself. I see you getting puffed up. I no, said, I was wrong. I'm just remembering what I said. I know you were wrong, but I want to know if I was also wrong. <laughs> I said, well, Jack's got blood pressure. He's, he's pumping it. So it just pumps right into Boone. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah, that's and is that, <laughs> how does it work? Like, how do they do it then? So like, typically, 
you, it's by gravity, really. Like, usually someone would donate the blood. And if you ever donate blood, you know, you have to spin the thing. They put a tourniquet on you to keep the, keep it moving. Right. And right. then it would go into a bag. And then the bag would be hung up high. And then gravity would literally work it into your arm. Like, that's but then how did they do it? Right. Like, I get um, that. But he literally do just. Do blood transfusions his... usually go from person one to person two without the bag? Yeah, typically there's a bag. You usually, and they didn't do it accurate it's a tv but show it was accurate enough because he was just literally just he was plugged in boone was plugged in and you know the blood's just flowing and that's not right but like arguably if he like would have put a tourniquet on and maybe like put his arm up high sure as a tv fan and you know that this obviously set up the fact that jack couldn't deliver the baby mm-hmm. how do you feel about it's all fine of that? it's fine we don't need to get into the specifics of like how blood transfusions work or you know like iv fluids but it was fine. So what you're saying is you don't need to give it a suck. You definitely don't need to give it a suck. That's also not how blood pressure works. Um, <laughs> you're just as wrong as I am, Lauren. But mine was at least based like in a little bit more rightness, right? No. No, no. I feel like it is. Because I feel like it is. It's fine. I mean, like you could arguably suck some blood out of a tube. But like the blood pressure isn't really gonna... So what you're okay, saying but is I was more right. Here's or my less question. wrong. You're both really wrong, but if there was no gravity, like let's say if they're Jack, in space. Like if they're in space. <laughs> no, like okay. If Jack puts it into his arm and then Boone's right here and they're parallel, like they the blood can't flow with gravity. Would it just sit there? Yeah, it's literally gonna like maybe go into the tube a little bit and then it's just gonna clot off and it's gonna go nowhere. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Mm-hmm. Something we didn't, I didn't show you. The next episode, uh, remember I told you the whole thing that happened with Jack being mad at Locke because he didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next episode, the first like 20 minutes, Jack is just running around the island trying to find Locke mm-hmm. after donating all that blood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't even know how much blood he really donated. Enough to be pale. I know, but again, like, I don't, Moon would have already been dead. Also, I will say, I do find it very irritating at the end. He was so mad at Locke because he was like, if I had known he had been crushed, I would have known it was compartment syndrome. And I'm like, no, bitch. If you were a good doctor, you would have known that immediately. Or don't shake your head as if you knew that. <laughs> no, I said for a different reason. I, I said, even if he had known that, Boone was going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. I'm like, there's nothing he could have done. Boone was gonna no. die, and he's like and he blaming Locke. You know, like- you know, it's interesting that you say that because we argued about this, you and me. Let's skip ahead to the leg. Eventually, it's determined it's compartment syndrome. The leg is dead. We gotta cut it off. You and I went back and forth for a while. We did. You were like, you just don't set it. You cut it and you let the blood out and, and blah blah blah. And I was just like, and then I was like, well, what would you do then? You're like, well, then you X-ray it and you and you antibiotics and all this. And I was just like, okay, well, they don't have any of that. What should they What should they do? Mm-hmm. And you, we just kept going. And eventually, I was like, is cutting the leg off a valid option? And you were like, yes, yes. So maybe had he known that from the get go. But my point is, he should have known that from the get go. Right. But what I'm saying is. Because I saw that leg and I was like, compartment syndrome. In television world where Jack can't figure it out immediately and Locke comes in and says, uh, he was in a fucking plane and he got crushed. Jack could be like, oh, compartment syndrome. Like he argues. And then he's like, let's just cut the fucking leg off and treat it while we can. I mean, that's valid. Yes. Yeah. So Jack was right. No, he wasn't. Jack was right in the television world. Mm -mm. But couldn't he also get compartment syndrome from a fall? Like, yes, couldn't you like have literally, it? you can okay, get it. But that is literally what I just said. In the re- in the reality, where Locke telling the truth is what needed to happen, but it didn't need to happen. Okay, in the reality that it did, had Locke just come in and said he was in a plane, he got crushed. Then, in Jack's mind, he yeah. would have been like compartment syndrome. We got to cut no, the leg. Because bottom line, if he was a good doctor, he would have seen the leg and gone, "That's compartment syndrome." And would have figured it out immediately. Whereas he didn't even figure it out himself. I know. He was like, oh, he got crushed. Oh my God, compartment syndrome. That's true. Darn it. Jack didn't even realize that Boone had to tell him that That's he was in the plane. And also, by that point, again, he would have been dead from the hole mm. in his fucking chest, the lack of a tube, and the flipping back of his head. What I'm saying, and what listeners and fans have lost that will defend it as much as he, is they are hearing you say, 
Jackson idiot. Cutting the leg off was a valid option. That is valid, yes. So therefore, Jack, in this reality of television writing where things are not completely medically accurate and Jack should have realized, but he didn't, had Jack known, he would have gone to compartment syndrome. Initially, cut the leg off, Boone might have made it. Therefore, he is allowed to be mad at Locke. I would say no to that because even if that was all true... He still wouldn't have made it because he single-handedly killed him like four times. Well, those that. things wouldn't have happened. They would have because the lung was still collapsed. Oh, well, that's TV. They would have put it to What, is this just going to like uncollapse itself? Like yeah. he already killed him. So Jackson did it. That's what I have to say. Clearly in this television show, mm-hmm. the lung collapsing and the moving of the head, none of that killed him. Medically accurate? No. In the real life, it would have killed him. Yes. But what killed him in the show was that Jack didn't know. Jack's Therefore. Stupidity. Whatever. We're moving on. Claire gave birth in this episode. Mm -hmm. Not as much time spent on this as the Boone situation. And the time that was spent was mainly like motivational speaking. Yeah. One of the things that happened was Jack gave instructions on what to do. Yeah. What were your thoughts? They were shit instructions. (laughs) (laughs) I will say, I feel like this birth scene and all birth scenes on television bother me because now having seen many a birth i feel like it does women a disservice because when they go to give birth they have no fucking clue what's about to happen like no idea and it's because of this bullshit on tv and yes he gave very bad instructions he was like wait till the contractions are 60 seconds apart and then only push a little bit and then at the end you'll push really hard but like save it all before and like that none of that's accurate at all like it's all wrong now he did say wipe the nose and mouth did he yeah but Kate didn't do it. Why wipe the nose and mouth? To like clear the clear the airway. Here's what I will have to say about that. My whole issue with Jack, I'll oftentimes when he does really shitty doctor stuff, is like, I don't really care about medical inaccuracies in a show when it's like just a random person. But like, if your whole point is that the character is a doctor, like they should probably know what they're talking about. But he's not a labor and delivery doctor. I mean, maybe he might have done like one rotation in med school or something, but he- That is true. We did talk about that in a long time. That being said, if you don't know, don't say it like you do know. Okay, here's what I'm going to say just to like, on all the whole Jack's a bad doctor thing. I don't fucking know. I'm not a a doctor. I'm not a nurse or anything. Jack is basing his medical knowledge off what the writers know. So, Which is clearly Jack shit. Exactly. In this reality, Jack's a doctor. Get over it. The writers don't know how to be doctors. No. Which is ironic, considering that this show was made on ABC. Word. You would think they would just call, like, a Grey's Anatomy writer yeah. and be like, help us. Please. I think that's, me? though, that's, like, my main complaint. I just think I like when shows are accurate. So if, like, your whole thing is we have this doctor on the island and we're writing for a doctor, do a they little bit of better. research. Okay, but here's the thing. The medical aspect of this show is like less than 5%. Devin and I went through two seasons of this show and looked at all the medical scenes. You only have to do really good for like a couple scenes. You don't even need to do that good. Is it really that big a deal? Like CPR in general. Yes, it's bad. But in general, it's just bad across all media. And everybody needs to fix it. And the birthing is really bad. Okay. Really bad. It was so, one scene and they so barely the, showed it. So what from the birthing scene is inaccurate? Like A, contractions don't have to be 60 seconds apart. Typically when a woman gives birth, they're like two, three minutes apart. Also, like he didn't ask about like how dilated she was. Like any, like it doesn't matter if she's having contractions. If she's not 10 centimeters dilated, like she's not pushing out a fucking baby. Do you remember? It's just not going to happen. <laughs> the conversation we were having about dilating. Mm-hmm. And you, you, what were you, say, you were saying like this? Or oh, I kept doing this. Kept doing this. And I was like, a baby cannot come out of that. Because when you check a woman's cervix, if you can spread your fingers like this, and like she's 10 centimeters. Yeah. What you did not like. Explain that, right? You didn't make clear to me that you were, like, putting it in. Mm -hmm. I was just like, there's no fucking way a head could pop out of that. Yeah. But, yes. (laughs) She she kept just throwing up the peace sign, and I was like, no. A really wide peace sign. I was like, I'm dilated that much. (laughs) He didn't understand. I do think that's a really common thing in shows where, like, in every show I've ever watched, it's like, she starts to have contractions, and they're like, the baby is coming now. Yes. When, like, in reality, it could be... Like a day or more of labor, like 
Well, literally, like if it's a first time baby, like typically you're there for like two to three days. Like these women come in thinking, I'm having a baby today. No, you're not. It's going to be like 72 fucking hours of hell. And then when you get to the point where you can actually push, this is another thing that was very inaccurate. You push usually anywhere from, if it's your first baby, typically an hour to sometimes three hours. Wow. Yeah. 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 Schedule that cesarean now. (laughs) Our own mother, I know like when she went into labor with me, she was like, oh, I'm in labor. She cleaned the entire house first mm-hmm. before going to the hospital <laughs> and then was like in the hospital for I'm gonna make this up mom sorry I think like 20 hours before I think it was eventually over. It was like a day and a half she said of before eventually having a c-section because I didn't want to come out yeah and she probably pushed a really long time and then they were like you know what baby ain't coming out let's do a c-section I was just thinking about like if she tore like in the middle of the jungle with no doctor like she would probably die yeah it's just like Jack's like I'm going to help this guy who died already four to five times already. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing, too. If you're not, because, like, yeah, your vagina can tear, but also, like, if your cervix is not fully dilated and you try to push that baby out, you can tear your cervix. And if you tear your cervix, that's just an inside bleed that's trickling and you can you can die. I had a lady tear her cervix once. I um, did not know that was possible. I'm. Um, yeah, that's why you wait till 10 centimeters, and he didn't even ask about it. Also, then... When she was getting ready to push, she was like, don't hold your breath. But you literally hold your breath when you push, when you're giving a baby. Like, you literally tell them. We say, take a big, deep breath like you're going underwater and hold your breath and then push. Yeah, it was such a weird scene. Claire, like, didn't want to give birth. I know. So she just, like, held her breath. Yeah. And she was like, don't hold your breath. And I was like, yes, hold your breath. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just all wrong. So then the baby finally comes out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thoughts on the baby? I will say, I feel like that was a pretty accurately sized baby. Like, it wasn't huge. Like, it looked like maybe it was a month old, maybe. But it didn't look astronomically where you're like, that's a toddler. You know? Later, they have the world's largest baby for, like, a three-week-old baby. I'm like, that is, I I rant about it later. Because I'm like, that's a six-month-old baby. (laughs) I was pissed. Now, I've asked Devin, avid TV watcher Devin. Yes. Uh, thoughts on the size of babies I do shows. think that just logistically speaking it would be really difficult to like if say you have a three-week-old baby a to even get a three-week-old baby but then also to have enough three-week-old babies to like shoot you know all the scenes because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of labor laws for babies and what woman's gonna be like yeah take my three-week-old baby in my defense here's what I said in that episode the scenes where you could tell how big the baby was were scenes of her just walking down the beach holding the baby. And mm-hmm. I even said the way she was holding the baby, I was like, is that a fake baby? Because the head was just fucking flopping. <laughs> and I was like, is that a fake baby? If so, why'd they make it so big? And if it's not a fake baby and she's actually holding someone's baby like that, dear God. So I'm just like, in a scene like that, just use a fake baby. Do better yeah. than American Sniper. But use a fake baby and make it size accurate. And then when there's like the close-ups on the face, that doesn't bother me as much. Obviously, if you have to really show the baby, use a six-month-old, whatever. The problem with your logic is, Lauren, it's not just close-ups when you actually see a real baby. There are scenes where the real baby is in the shot and it's far away where they can't use a fake baby that's small. So... Let's just think about how a TV show is made. It takes like a week on average to film an episode, meaning to film 24 episodes. Mm-hmm. You're going 24 weeks. How many ba- there's labor laws for children? Yeah. So yeah. let's say you let's say you can use one baby a day. You're, theoretically. Yeah. yeah. How many fucking babies is you that? You need a lot of babies. That's why they usually do like twins and shit, so. Yeah. yeah. And especially because all of season 2 of Lost is like less than 30 days there's no way they would have had enough babies i agree with that but then also at the same time i agree with you that why don't we just use a fake baby if it's 30 days like they have some good fake babies yes they do like you said not american sniper but (laughs) but not every scene they can get away with a fake baby no that's true so i agree my point is just use a big baby yeah it's not a hill i want to die on but mm-hmm. it is something you've that been, I'm... You've been complaining about this for 
weeks. It's just, now. it's one of those things that it bothers me, but I understand why they have to do it like that. It just bothers me. I don't know. Yeah, it irks you. Get a, get a preemie six month old. Get a preemie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll start getting their babies from the NICU. Yeah, they should be recruiting in the NICU. Like mm-hmm. I see, I see real potential for the you newborn market. For that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Something I did when watching Lost with Kate for the first time is every time we would see Aaron, and it was obviously a different baby because it didn't look anything like the previous baby. I'm like, they fucking recasted Aaron. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty much it for season one that I wanted to talk about. Season two, the first episode, Man of Science, Man of Faith. The flashbacks, very medical. This is the one where he meets Sarah for the first mm-hmm. time. Big first scene was the trauma bay. Yeah. In this scene, Jack has to make a judgment call between Sarah and Adam. And there's like a lot of nurses going like, I can't do that. Yeah. What were your thoughts? I think like generally speaking, that it was fine. Like the trauma bay scene, it was pretty accurate because I've been in trauma bays and it is very like chaotic and it's usually a doctor just yelling stuff at you while the nurses do everything. So like that was accurate, but like you would never have one doctor being like, which one am I going to choose? Like there would always be another doctor there. And if there wasn't, like someone's going to do it. Like there are medics, there are nurses, respiratory therapists, like someone's going to do something for that other patient. So that wasn't very accurate. Also, now that I'm thinking about it, why is he in the trauma bay? Because if he's a surgeon. At this point, he wasn't. He's an ER. I think he was a resident. I think he's like making his rounds. Oh, okay. He's a resident. Yeah. Why he later gave surgery, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because in the same day, he did surgery on her. It wasn't the same day. Yeah, see, that's not how that works. So, like, that's what's confusing to me. Why is he in the ER? But regardless, that, you know, it was all, it was good enough. It was good enough. And I get, they had to make it, like, he had to make a choice, but that would never, ever happen. Someone would, you know, do what needs to be done. You also said stuff like when he, like, he stuck the needle in her and, like, the removing. Oh, yeah, that one did seem semi, I think it was, like, a cardiac tiponade situation where it's, like, there's blood pooling around the heart and so the heart can't um, expand. And so he did, like, stick a needle to, like, decompress that. So that seemed accurate. At the time, you gave it, like, a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Which was, like, the best you gave. And I think you said, like, this was, like, the most accurate scene. Yeah, I would, yeah, I feel like it gave a good enough you don't have to nitpick but now let's nitpick a little bit yeah. later he talks to sarah and like mm-hmm. has a very cold you know your, your back's broken you're probably not gonna walk but what was the thing that really stuck out to you um her wearing a nasal cannula really fucking irritates me and they do it all the time in tv you know like the little thing where you get yeah. you know it just fucking bothers me because if someone's in the hospital they're like throw a nasal cannula on them they're sick and i'm like not like, if she's sitting up and talking to you, like, she doesn't have a fucking nasal cannula and she doesn't need oxygen. And I just feel like as a universal symbol of she's sick or he's sick, they're like, put oxygen on him. And it really bothers me. I I, I have always wanted that. to have that on me because I'm like- you did, I, See, I noticed it though. I was like, yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, fresh oxygen. It's not comfortable. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had a nasal cannula. My patients just try to rip it off all the time. And I'm like, stop doing that. I heard it tickles, like- well, it tickles, and then if you have it on, like, a really long time, or if it's on really high flow, like, it it, it dries your nose out. Like, it's, you have yeah. to humidify it if they're going to be on a long time, but no one likes it. The other thing that you commented about this scene, which surprised me, because mm-hmm. Lauren's commented on this a lot, Jack's bedside manner. I didn't hate it. I kind of liked it. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like you got to be real. You got to be real with the patients. You can't be like, oh, everything's going to be all right when it's not. Yeah, but I don't think he had to say everything's going to be all right. But I just thought he he almost seemed annoyed that he had to like inconvenience that he had to like talk to. I feel like maybe it's because I deal with a lot of doctors. And so I'm just used to their assholery. Like I'm just used to that basic level of like because they do not have good bedside manner. Like there's very few doctors I've met who have a good bedside manner. Like a lot of them are again, it's like they don't even want to be there or like they'll stand in the door like just pass by, you know, that kind of thing. So house is accurate. Oh, it's very, I've met doctors. I mean, I have met a lot of asshole doctors. So like, I feel like maybe that's why it's, so I'm like, you know, actually he's kind of nice. Oh my God. Wow. Why did I never think about this? But why don't you and I do what, like we, we, you and I kick around podcast ideas all the time. Why don't we do one about a medical show? We should. We really should. But not house. Cause I feel like that's real high level shit. That yeah. goes above my head. 
well we like also like trashy tv i mean we literally are watching station 19 clips together that's true we could just do Grey's anatomy that's true that's a gay's anatomy i'm sure that exists (laughs) saying you're not gay i don't know how many times like he has all these ideas i get that that's just one gay that's you gotta get another gay yeah it's just it's not not plural it's possession oh oh, okay like gray's anatomy Uh, i get it now fucking idiots Gaze my first thought was essay. Zay's anatomy, but I'm like, no, that doesn't work. Yeah, I okay, like your so. your no, just kidding. Oh, the girls' gaze and Zay's. Yes, I love that like idea. That one. I, th- I do like so that. That's so good. One. We could do two. There you go. <laughs> then big scene that happened was uh, why are you, why are you fake smoke? Because <laughs> <laughs> she's cool. A uh, big thing that happened next was he uh. Went to the OR, OR mm-hmm. and he gave the whole I'm gonna fix you scene. And yeah. You didn't really care about any of that, but you did think. He was not sterile, and that really bothered me. When he went in there, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, an OR is about sterility. Like, they do not fuck around. You touch something, they're like, go rip it all down. I've seen them, ri- like, you set up a whole table, and if you touch a corner, they're like, we gotta rip it down. Like, they're insane about the sterility. And this motherfucker came in there without his mask up. And that, which is not sterile. Like that mask already has to be up. And then he walked in there and he got real close to the patient who's probably already been prepped. It was not sterile. You know, I was thinking, cause I told you at the time, like, oh, it's an emotional moment. You need to see his face. And then I'm literally crying over the Mandalorian and he wears a fucking helmet the entire time. Exactly. So that really bothered me. It was not accurate. A couple small things to close out season two. The second episode, Sawyer pulls Michael out of the raft and- (laughs) does cpr yes no i would give this the worst cpr that i've seen i gave it to jack because he's a doctor so he should know better but this is really piss poor cpr um it also really irritates me that like when you do cpr you know it's like 30 chest compressions and then two breaths and they're just like we'll just do like one two and then we'll like give like four breaths and then we'll do like one and then we'll give a breath again and i'm just like this person's dead but here's the thing lauren and i comment on this in the actual episode it makes sense for Sawyer to be shit at CPR. He doesn't fucking know what he's doing. It does. He's seen it on TV. That's his only exactly. experience. Exactly my point. Now, this was a dumb moment. And Lauren Lauren was trying to shut the conversation down. But I was like, no, this makes sense. I thought that Michael's lungs are full of water. So what do you do? You give breath to pressurize his lungs and shoot the water out like you would a water bottle. And that's, that's a no. That's absolutely not accurate at all i'm proud to say i did tell him he was an idiot in that moment. no no you didn't you said i don't know how it works <laughs> because you know what i didn't want to be like you're so wrong you're so stupid which is what i was thinking and then Devin comes on there and she goes no that's exactly how it works and then i'd be like well fuck. So what you're saying is you don't know you were pretty you're sure the- but you weren't I- confident i've told you so many times before zane as soon as we record an episode, as soon as I watch an episode, I forget everything about it. I don't know what I said during that episode, that but I I know that I think you're dumb. And so yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Oh my God. I'm the dumb one. You are just as bad, fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson. What did you Sorry. say about Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, you're fine. Did you watch the clip of me being an idiot? Is it, How dumb are you? Pretty dumb. I showed the clip to Andrew and he was like, he was he was laughing. He was like, oh my god, you're an idiot. She solved the universe clip. Oh, I saw the universe clip. Now that one, Lauren, was not your best <laughs> moment. <laughs> brain fart. I don't know. <laughs> you're like the Milky Way is the It universe? was like a brain fart that lasted three <laughs> minutes. I was trying to move on and save your ass, and you were like, no, no, I'm gonna dig this hole. Yeah, you were like, I'm gonna double down. No, on it's this. because I I was sitting there and I was like, what is it then? And I just couldn't I couldn't <laughs> process the what it was i mean i'll give you to be fair if that man had hair if it's like really far away on your tv and there's a glare and you know they're showing you a driver's license photo Mm -hmm. like this big on your tv i was like if he had hair it looks like neil they look similar facial features someone commented this and i agree it looks way more like steve harvey i think they have the same eyes 
Exactly. They have a similar like eyebrow situation. They have okay. similar facial features. Good for you two. Literally every <laughs> single person has commented you're blind. The poll on, on the spot of ice, everyone disagrees with you. I see it. No one agrees with you, Lauren, besides Devin. Devin, I do see. If he had hair like that, thank you. Be his twin. Seriously. Thank you. I thought it was going to be like a white dude or something. You know, like it was going to be something stupid. <laughs> Well, how about this? How about just assume that a very famous scientist would not pose for a fucking picture yeah, see, on a driver's license? This was 20 years ago. What was Neil Zane. doing 20 years ago? Being famous scientist. Was he? I didn't ever think it was Neil deGrasse Tyson. I was saying that looks a lot like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I obviously didn't think that was a picture of him. Why'd you when ask if so- we know who it is then? Oh, I don't know. It's Neil. Because I wanted to see the side-by-side picture. Uh, no. I think they look similar. Down. No, you're you wrong. should put up another poll where you draw hair on that dude and no. twins. Thank you. No. Thank you. Yeah. They do look a lot alike. Thank you. Other thing that happened in this episode was Sawyer ripped a bullet out of his shoulder. Yeah. Never in my life would anybody come in, you know, be like, yeah, I just ripped a bullet out. First of all, realistically, I feel like if you tried to rip a bullet out, you'd be in so much pain, you'd probably pass out. Yeah. First of all. Second of all, like, you're going to damage more shit than, than what has already been damaged by taking your nasty, dirty claws, sticking it in all that tissue, digging around and trying to rip a bullet out. Like, you want to talk about sepsis, like... Why do I feel like salt water on a wound like that would just fucking hurt? Because it would. <laughs> He's fucking swimming around in there. Yeah, that would hurt like a motherfucker. But yeah, so that I felt was not realistic. I've only ever seen one bullet wound before. And it was went clear through the leg of a child. <gasps> yeah. And it was huge. I will say that we talked about that, that I feel like bullet wounds on TV are too small. And I don't know if this one looked so big because it was on a kid's leg. But I mean, it was like a, like a big, like the size of like the bottom of a can was the hole in this. Well, it depends leg. on, well, you saw what depends on what caliber. Yeah, like I think it was with. just like a handgun, but I think it was like literally he accidentally shot himself. But it was, I just never had seen a bullet wound before. I was like, holy shit, that is huge. Also never seen a bullet wound, so I don't know what I'm talking about. But just I've on only TV. seen the one. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, on TV, is it just... Well, we've all seen JFK's head. That's what I'm saying. That's really, that's in poor taste. <laughs> oh my God. For literally the entire two weeks of the internet... Everyone's talking about the fucking dead people in the submarine. You really think JFK's assassination is that big a deal? <laughs> Sad. But yeah, I think they're too small. What do you think about Sawyer's survivability of being shot in the wound on this island? Or shot, shot in the shoulder on this island? Yeah, like as long as you didn't hit like, you know, uh, something really important, you probably wouldn't die, but you would definitely go septic probably and die. But then he informed me that eventually they find some antibiotics to save him. But it took like three days, and I'm like, eh, I don't know. But the he island's gets, magic healing powers. Apparently, there's magic. He gets so. very close to death. Like, does he? Very close to death. Yeah. Okay, so I'll give you that. To the point that he gets possessed by a dead man, apparently. Okay. It, it really yeah. only it's sexual tension that brings him back to life. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Wow. It's yeah. the nicest thing anyone's ever said. Who the hell's Wayne? The power of sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, next big thing that happened was uh, Shannon died. Mm-hmm. She was a blonde girl that got shot in the gut. Yeah, that one. Now you remember it. Yeah. Television, people get shot a lot. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of die very suddenly. Yeah. Accurate? I would. I feel like pretty accurate. Like, if you got shot in the abdomen, you would bleed pretty quickly. Like, maybe not instantaneously. I feel like sometimes they're, like, shot and dead. But within five minutes, you would die. Something that happens a lot, and I didn't prep you on this, but uh-huh. I'm just now thinking about it. Something that happens a lot on TV when someone gets shot is they start coughing up blood. Yeah. Why does that happen? Is that, like, a thing? Like, if there were, if you got shot, like, in the lung, I guess, or if you got shot and somehow there was, like, a backup of blood. Yeah, I don't think, you would have had to have been shot somewhere yeah. in the lung. Actually, area. you know what? That it's... even happens with Boone. Like, yeah. everything that happened to Boone, and then he starts coughing up blood. I guess because they stabbed his lung? I feel like that's, like, a um, dramatic thing, because I feel like I have not seen... I've never seen someone cough up blood from, like, a a wound. 
like I've seen people cough up blood, but it's not because mm. of that. I mean, you can get like if you get like he had a pneumothorax where like his lung collapsed, but you can't have like a hemo one where basically your like blood fills around your lungs. And so arguably, I guess then that could happen. But after Shannon got shot, we uh, took a trip with Tailies. I saw two big scenes. One was Michelle Rodriguez's Ana Lucia gave CPR to a child. Yeah, and I give that the best CPR of the show. Yes, because she used like one hand the way you're yes. supposed to with a child. I, I noted that. Yes. yes, I feel like the one hand is accurate. Also, like I feel like she did it pretty quick, like not quick enough, but it was quicker than the others. And she did give a breath first, but I was like, the kid drowned, so I'll give her that. So I she gets a gold star. All right. TV. I was really hoping that uh, Devin would side with me on this one, and I'm proud to say she did not. The setting of the leg with uh with Libby. <laughs> Ready. So the way that it happened was the leg was like this way. Oh, I remember. I remember. Back. You would just like, what's the purpose? Because if you really think about it, when you take that leg and you twist it back the way it was that going to heal and then they're going to walk on it like they can't walk either way don't fuck it up further don't worry this guy died <laughs> i'm sure he fucking did like typically if someone comes in like we had a lot of broken bones because kids do dumb shit and what you do is you just splint that shit and then you, you know someone else will set it when they use like an x-ray and you know can see what they're doing so they don't fuck it up further. So I feel like the solution is just split it and get some crutches and don't fuck with it. Don't like literally corkscrew the leg back. Yeah. She just not to mention it was funny she's though because a therapist. Not a doctor, a therapist who was yeah. like, I know how to set a leg. She's like, I got this and just went. I thought it was funny too because we didn't really talk about it. This was on day one of the crash. The Tailies had no idea at the time that they were off course. And that it was going to be a while for them to get rescued. So she's fucking setting that leg. I'm like, maybe wait for a doctor. To like she up. lost her mind. Again, she saw this on TV and she was like, I'm going to do this. It's funny you said she lost her mind. She did go to a mental hospital. Well, there you go. Because that was something, something else. The last thing that happened, and I didn't prep you on one of the things I'm going to okay. say, but it just happened to be, uh, occurred to me. Anna gets shot in the chest mm-hmm. at the end of season two. Don't worry, listeners. Lauren is there. And she dies like almost instantly. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel that's pretty accurate. A, I feel like the shot was a good place because I think a lot of people think your heart is on the left side of your chest, but it's not really. It's like in the middle of your chest and that's where he shot her. And yeah, if you shot someone in the chest, it would be Then the b- the the big scene of Libby also being there and goes pop, pop. Mm-hmm. Gut shot her, right? Mm-hmm. Through a blanket. The next episode is actually when Libby dies. There's like this whole like, oh, she she's still alive. Is, is Michael going to get found out thing? And eventually she dies, mm-hmm. right? I had to be very careful with my wording because I didn't want Lauren to think Libby's dead. And then when she's alive, just be like, okay, well, Zane just kept talking about her being dead. Uh-huh. So she's going to die kind of thing. At one point, Lauren was like, I guess Libby could be alive because, you know, he shot her low and there's nothing really important down there. I don't think that's true. I think there's like kidneys and your stomach and sh- like he literally shot her like here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say the thing with like abdomen shots is that like you bleed a lot in your gut. So like if you get shot in the gut, you get crushed in the gut, like you were going to bleed a lot and you're going to bleed fast. So you'll probably die. Also, like your liver is like a big organ that like if you got stabbed or shot in the in the liver, it would fuck you up. I think my justification for that was on television, a lot of times when people get shot in like the lower stomach, they like survive it. Not like saying Shannon? that's, I didn't say all the time, saying, <laughs> I said a lot of the time. And I think that I wasn't going but based off of like actual Real survival life. rates of that, but like on TV shows, on TV. people get, yeah, people get shot in the stomach and then they live. Cause I was like, to me, it looked like she got shot really low, not yeah. liver, like, like uterus. Low, low. Like, yeah. But I yeah. will say, like, so when fun, you yeah. have, like, a pelvis-type situation, that's, like, you're going to die. Like, honestly, we've had, and you have, like, this weird tourniquet thing that you put on people. I don't even know how to explain it. It's, like, a giant, it almost looks like um like a corset that you put around the person's pelvis, and then it has these strings that you pull, like, really tight to try and, like, stop the bleeding. But typically speaking, like, if you have some kind of bleeding 
profuse bleeding in your pelvis like you're a goner it just really stuck out to me that you said that you thought she could make it because like yes the show's not medically accurate at all but like i've watched a lot of westerns with that when you're when you're gut shot you're a dead man maybe she just wanted to believe <laughs> she didn't even like libby no i didn't even like libby i was i would have chosen Ana lucia to live but she got shot in the chest so i was like she's she's dead but honestly i just was like there's a possibility and she did survive it for a minute and then died there you go i mean it is more likely i feel like you to survive a pelvis shot than it is to survive a shot to the heart well i mean yeah if you get shot in the heart yeah you're basically dead your heart's like jfk's head yeah again (laughs) why are we (laughs) what did jfk ever do to you back and to the left back and to the left I don't know what that means. Movie reference. Anyway, okay. lastly, this is a little little teaser for Lauren. Could a grown man be shot by a tranquilizer dart and, you know, keep going? Yes. Okay. I'll tell you. I had a lot of crazy ass people in the ER and they'd be losing their fucking minds, throwing shit at us, swearing, like trying to hit you. And you're like, let's go get the, the jab to get them. And we had this one girl and she was ripping pictures off the wall and throwing them at us like lost her mind and it took about like eight of us to get her down and put her in restraints and we shot her up with this shit did nothing she was screaming and yelling for like 30 minutes and i was like when is that going to kick in and it just never never did adrenaline so yeah if you trank someone so you're saying someone's gonna get trank and keep going i don't know what you're talking about that's all i have for medical fact checking mm-hmm. So overall, on a scale of one to 10, how medically accurate is Lost? I feel like I gave an answer before and now I want to change my answer. You gave it a five. I know. I, I, I don't think I want to give it that. I think I want to give it a three. Okay. I'm going to give it a three out of 10. As a television watcher, how much does it bother you? I'm going to give it like a six out of 10 of bothering me. I feel like the show's not about medicine. Not at all. So like, I guess you can let that side, but your main character is a fucking doctor. And you could get- argue that all of them are the main character whatever one of them is a doctor and i feel like he needs to step it up you're in your mind jack's the main character because i only showed you yes i don't watch the show but he should know what's going on and should do better and the lost people should do better so yeah i i feel like i don't know i don't know anything about medicine but like this show was written in 2004 medicine hasn't changed that much I feel like it has. Has not. Really? 2004, CPR was pretty much the same. Compartment syndrome was still compartment syndrome. When did syndrome. they get rid of breath? Recently. So not the same. Like in the last year. It's not that they got rid of it. It's just like. just Prioritized compressions. Yeah. Just so compressions. Seems like not the same. But basically the same. But I'll but tell the you. Problem... Like compartment syndrome. Still same. Sorry. I was going to say. But the problem is often with their compressions. Their compressions are shit. So. Yeah. Even I with the change. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Shitty ass compressions. And, you know, like a chest tube, you know, never, chest tubes have always been the same. You know? At least they acknowledged the tube. I mean, he said put a tube in and then just no one put a tube in. Yeah, there was a lot going on in that episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I basically made you watch that entire episode. Yeah, and it was a shit show. Yeah. I, <laughs> we skipped the flashbacks, but I did show you that Julie Bowen was in it. Yep. Last question before we go. Could a, could a father and a son work in the same hospital together? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know a lot of nepotism baby jack is nepotism oh i know a lot of nepo babies who come in and are like oh i'm my dad was an anesthesiologist and now i'm gonna be one and i'm gonna shadow all these anesthesiologists thanks for coming on Devin. you're welcome happy pride month thanks maybe we'll have you on in season four is there more medicine shit uh absolutely uh does it get better was gonna give a little teaser but i don't think i should there's a surgery scene that i definitely am gonna want you to talk about okay cool can't wait until next time guys bye thank you for listening to flashback if you want to get a question in submit it to our social medias or dm us please rate us five stars on whatever platform you're listening on and tune in to our regular scheduled episode on tuesday covering sos and remember they were not dead the whole time